This is the Pregnancy Perfect Podcast, and I'm your host, Kayla Geddes. Disneyland was awesome, of course. I mentioned in the last episode that we were getting ready and packing and stuff to go to Disneyland, and we were there over Halloween, which was so fun. It was all decorated with Halloween stuff and pumpkins, and it was really fun. If you want to see my cute baby dressed up as a version of Minnie Mouse, it's on my Instagram, and you should definitely go look. And this year, I think my favorite ride was Thunder Mountain Railroad, but in the dark. That's the first time I've ever ridden it at night, and it was like riding it for the first time all over again. This week, I'm honored to have Andrea Williams from Tubby Todd Bath Co. as my guest today. She lives in California and is a mom of two, but actually just this week, she announced that she's pregnant with her third. If any of you follow The Allison Show on Instagram, Allison and Andrea are sisters. Andrea and her husband created their company, Tubby Todd, after discovering that her second baby had sensitive skin, and they've created a wonderful line of soaps, lotions, and creams for the soft little baby skin that needs extra care. After you listen to the episode today, head over to my Instagram to enter to win a gift card to Tubby Todd. As always, I'm at Pregnancy Perfect. Andrea, welcome to the Pregnancy Perfect podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. I've already told the audience a little bit about you. Will you just take a minute and tell us a few more things like how old you are, where you live, and um, some things about your little family? Yeah, so um, I'm 30. And I live in San Diego, California. We live in North County in San Diego. And um, I'm the owner of Tubby Todd Bath Co. So we make all natural bath soaps. And then I also um, I also write. So I published a, a book these last year called Tell Me About It, Sister, A Guide for Returned Sister Missionaries. So I stay at home with our two little babies. Um, Joe, my little girl, is four and a half. And she goes to preschool in the day um, a few times a week. And then Walker is my little boy who's two. And he's home with me all the time. But he takes great naps. And that's when I get most of my work done. And then I'm also pregnant. I'm um, 14 weeks along with our third baby. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. We're really excited. Um, And it's too early you haven't gone in to find out the gender yet, right? No, no. We didn't find out the gender with Walker at all. Oh, okay. But I told my husband I'm never doing that again because it's like <laughs> the worst idea waiting. Really? Not Yes. Everyone else loves surprises, but I'm too type A for yeah. something like that. So he thought it was so fun, but I'm like, not this time. So <laughs> That's funny. I um, No, so we will find out in just a few weeks. That's awesome. I'm excited to hear about it. So let's start with some quick questions to warm us up and get to know you a little bit better. The first one is, what is your favorite family vacation spot? So we love to go to Lake Powell. We go to Lake Powell with Brian's family every year. Um, And we all stay on a houseboat. And we think it's super fun because Lake Powell is one of the only places left, right, where you can't, like, get cell phone reception. And so it's awesome. And um, we love to do that. And then as a family, like, I think vacationing with little kids, really little kids, is can be hard, you know. And we've worked so much these last few years just with our company. And Brian has a full-time job um, that's pretty demanding as well. 
And um, so right now we just have been doing like hotel staycations where we'll get like a hotel somewhere close for the night. And our kids think it's like going to Paris. They just think <laughs> it's like the most magical thing ever. Like yeah. just leaving the house and staying 30 minutes away in downtown San Diego or close to Disneyland or wherever. And those are the things that honestly they talk about the most and they love the most. So the, my new, my new plan with small children is staycations until we have more time to, yeah. to and more energy to take longer, harder vacations. That sounds so fun. Just, and it's probably cheaper and way less yeah. stressful to plan. So yeah. that sounds like a great idea. Okay. Neutrals or colors? Um, I used to be colors, but now I'm neutrals just because I don't have time to think about coordinating all those colors. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. Too stressful. (laughs) Okay, and then the last question is what's one thing on your Christmas wish list? Um, there's these clogs. I'm I'm really deep, so I I want (laughs) I want clogs. There's these clogs, they're called Bry clogs. I don't know if you've seen them online, they make them in LA. Oh, I haven't. Anyone wants to get me a pair of those? (laughs) Be mad, size 38. So there you go. Okay, sounds good. All right, so which pregnancy of yours are we gonna talk about today? Um, let's talk about Let's talk about Walker's pregnancy. That was my second pregnancy. Okay, perfect. How old are you when you found out you're pregnant with him? Oh, that's a really good question. I think I was 27. Okay. And was it a surprise or were you planning it? No, I um, I know now that I don't ovulate every month. And so I it's not like super hard for me to get pregnant, but it takes like I need to it takes some planning, right? Okay, so. Yeah. Um, the best pregnancy tip I have is to go on Amazon and buy those ovulation sticks because you can buy a pack of 50 of them for $20. They come from China and they also come with 20 pregnancy tests. Oh, wow. It's like the best deal ever. Oh my Instead gosh. Of, I know because I was spending like, you know, $15 for seven days of ovulation sticks at the grocery store or whatever. And then I am crazy type A, like I said. And so I buy pregnancy tests like every week just Mm -hmm. in case, you know? And so I, when I was, so when I was trying to get pregnant with Walker, a girlfriend told me about this $20 pack you can get that comes with 70 different things. So the 50 ovulation sticks and the 20 pregnancy tests, Mm -hmm. which really made my life a lot better. So, So yeah, so it took us about six months to get pregnant with him. Okay. Well, we'll have to link to that. That sounds too good of a deal to. I know. I exist. I promise. <laughs> How did you tell your husband when you found out? So, I think I've never done like a really cool pregnancy reveal because I'm just so like I'm always so excited leading up to it that every single day I'm like, okay, hey, one more day and we can test. <laughs> Next day we can test. So. Yeah. I like wish I could do one of those like you go out to dinner and like they open the box and there's like a positive pregnancy test in mm-hmm. it. But guys, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Just I'm sharing too much for that to happen. So, so yeah, I um, I just told him the day of when it happened, and I think for men, it's always my husband's always like he's like the most fun, most committed dad. 
But something that's been really interesting to me is how like driven I am to bring the babies like to the world. Like I'm like, let's do this. Let's have more babies. And he's like a lot more thoughtful about it. Like, okay, well, do we have enough money? Like, how's our insurance? All those things. And then when I get pregnant, he's still like kind of concerned about those things. And I don't think about it at all. All I think about is just getting the baby here. And then when the baby comes, he's just like thrilled, you know? So the excitement is always there, but it's, it's funny, the difference in roles, like his mind is always more, especially in our marriage, his mind's always more financial and logistical. And I'm just like, I don't care. I just want a baby, you know? So yeah. it's probably a good combination. Yeah. Balance each other out. So my children have food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you do any sort of pregnancy reveal like on social media to announce it to everyone else? Oh my gosh, I think about it now and it was so bad because I'm going to be I'm going to be revealing my pregnancy on my third pregnancy on social media this week and I think about with Walker. So I craved um English or um sausage McMuffins from McDonald's like okay. so badly yeah. with and with my first. I don't with this pregnancy though, which is like a miracle. <laughs> I crave them like I would call like it was like 10:15 cuz this is before this is years ago. So this is before McDonald's offered breakfast every single day and uh, or all day. So I would call McDonald's and be like at like 1020 and be like, I'm coming. Do you guys have any Egg McMuffins left? Because they, <laughs> they sell through their Egg McMuffins, right? And oh, so then okay. you get there at like 1020, they'll be like, sorry, we don't have any more. They like just like oh. closing down breakfast. Yeah. I know. This is traumatic. And I'd be like, can you hold one for me? So I'm, <laughs> I'm dead serious. So I, how I revealed it was me like eating an egg McMuffin. Like I looked like my hair was back. I look like my brother. Cause I look like a boy <laughs> and I was just so sick. And I just like posted this thing on Facebook and Instagram that said like, I'm going to have another baby. Do you want to bring me a sausage McMuffin? I'd really appreciate that or something. <laughs> and I look back now and I'm like, I could have said something about sausage McMuffins, but I could have at least like fix the angle of my face. Like I was, I was clearly really not in a good place physically (laughs) because I made a really bad like mental decision. But anyways, it's pretty funny. That is funny. Just have to have the egg McMuffin and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) How would you describe your first trimester in three words? Um, hard, tiring, um, emotional, Okay. So what, what symptoms did you have? Um, I just feel nauseous. And I think it's like so hard because every woman is so different, right? And like, I am so grateful that I have been able to carry three babies now. Like yeah. I can't, I can't even wrap my head around like how lucky I am that my body can do that. And, um, but then at the same time, like I ran a marathon, I played sports, I've, you know, hiked mountains and whatever. And carrying a baby and delivering a baby has been by far the hardest physical challenge of my life. Like it's been, it's been really taxing on my body and I don't throw up, but, um, I just feel, I don't feel great, you know, and I feel emotional and anyways. So I think some women feel fine. Like I have a best friend and we were pregnant at the same time during my pregnancy with Walker and we were two days apart. And like, like sometimes she would just say, I can't even remember I'm pregnant. And I would just feel so stupid because I'm like, I am like fighting every hour to like keep it together. Like oh. not, not act like a, you know, like not cry or act like a drama queen or just like fall apart because they feel so sick, you know? And so 
Um, anyways, I can't remember what you asked me, but I, what was, I think it's been hard, the hard realization and especially with Walker, because my first pregnancy was hard, but by by my second one, I'm like, I'm going to be better at this. Like that was just me being worse. Like I'm going to be tougher. And then my second time I was like, Nope, this is just, this is how my body reacts. And that's okay. Like I'm okay to not be as tough as I'd hoped to be. And I'm just going to have to wrap my head around that and take it easy. And be okay that some women have easier pregnancies than I do. And again, some women have, it's so much worse, right? Like I have a friend who can't take care of her children and her mom has to come in because she literally can't stop throwing up. I mean, oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm grateful for my situation, but, but yeah, I, first trimesters have always been really taxing for me. Wow. Has it been like that with this third one as well? Yeah. Yeah. It has been actually. You know, the funny thing, the the only big difference with this um, third trimester or first trimester, excuse me, is I have been able to eat vegetables. So my first two during the first trimester, I haven't been able to eat salads or really anything like healthy sounded just made me want to vomit. And so this one I have craved. I can't look at an Egg McMuffin. I can't look at French fries. I can barely talk about it right now. Um, But I have craved like chicken and wraps and things that are good, you know. Yeah. And even more so than I do normally. And um, so I've been able, I've had more energy, I think, and that has made it so I've been able to work out too. And I work out like when I say work out, I'm using this term very loosely. Like (laughs) talking, this is a liberal (laughs) interpretation of workout. Um, I so I like lift weights at the gym for like 20 minutes max. Okay. Now a few times a week, but just like that act of like stretching and you know lifting weights and strengthening like a few times a week has really helped me sleep better and I think has helped me just like um feel less nauseous this Mm -hmm. pregnancy but the third pregnancy and the big difference for me in this third pregnancy is that it has been more emotionally taxing like I felt really blue during the days and um and just really down a lot of the time which is weird because I'm so happy in my life right now and I wanted this third baby so bad but it has felt like more of a mental than a physical game I guess is how okay Yeah, that's interesting. So you've got you've got you kind of got the physical part down this time, but it's been harder emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Huh, interesting. Um well, I hope it brightens up for you. Thanks. I and again, I'm just excited to have baby. I'm Yeah. Yeah, you know? I'm yeah. Just going to push through. That's all you can do. Right? I know, right? No <laughs> other options. Yeah. How did you choose a healthcare provider for yourself? So, um, my first pregnancy, I went to a midwife and, um, a midwife that delivered in a hospital. So that was a, and that was a great experience. My prenatal care was really great, but my delivery, um, I ended up having to have a doctor deliver me because when my little girl, I delivered her at 38 weeks and she was nine pounds, eight ounces. So she was big. I know. She's a little fatty. And so <laughs> when she was born, um, I had to have a forcep delivery because she was stuck in delivery. Okay. And so that a doctor stepped in. So then for my second delivery, I didn't live in the same state. And so I um, 
I chose a different doctor. And you know what? I think the person who delivers your baby is a really important thing. And I I know that like when you go to a practice, there's going to be different people. And so you're not always going to get the same person, right? And so you can't predict that. But like, you know, I believe in prayer. I believe in like meditation. And so that's, it's something I've taken really seriously just because I'm like, you know, that's one of the biggest moments of your life. And especially after my first, you know, when Josie was born, um, she was stuck. Like I said, she was delivered with forceps and she was unconscious when she came out and she was gray and they had to put her on like a CPAP, like a respirator. Uh And it was just seconds, you know, maybe a minute or something before she took a breath or whatever, but it was terrifying, like as a new parent. And after that, I was like, you know what? I will... I'll never, I I think I had chosen a midwife because I was more concerned about my health. And I think midwives are amazing. I fully support like the natural birthing route, but because of like, I understand the process of my body now and like my um, difficulty with delivering, I, um, I really took it seriously. Like I kind of interviewed other doctors, you know, for my second child. And I, I love the doctor that we chose. Like I had my husband come with me to the first appointment just to make sure we both felt like really peaceful about it. Cause I think you can get a feeling. And if I think yeah. if you don't feel peaceful, that's when you know, you're like, no, like there's a million doctors out there. You don't have to settle on just one. Right. And so we switched insurances. So now I'm on my third doctor and, um, I asked around in, within the, within the office and, um, I found someone and I just had an appointment with her and I'm not joking. Like I told her, I was like, I think we're best friends. (laughs) And I think she thought I was kidding, but I was being dead serious just because it was again, like that peaceful feeling. Mm -hmm. Like I had visited one other doctor prior to her who was awesome, but I just was like not feeling like it was for me. And then the second one, when I met with her, I just knew like, okay, this is, and she said to me, um, in the, in the appointment, you know, I want to help take care of you till the end of your pregnancy. And just like that attitude to me meant so much. And like, that's the person I want to give my time and my baby and my money. And that's the person I want to trust, you know, myself. Right. So I, I think there are so many good doctors out there and so many cool situations between midwives and doctors and birthing centers. And you just have to find, and each pregnancy is different which one works for that pregnancy, your family and you, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's really cool that you just like found a connection with her. That's yeah. I love her. I was trying really hard at the end of the appointment, not to hug her. (laughs) Doctors aren't maybe as touchy feely as I am. So I was like, I'll shake your hand. I really wanted to hug her. That's cute. I love that. What was the, (laughs) like the interview process like when you were like trying out your doctors did you 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 only went through one before this woman you found with this pregnancy is that right yeah and again it's not like I'm like calling a million people but I think asking people right like okay um so like I always like I had a few friends who had recommended my doctor for my second birth and for this third birth like I asked the women at the front desk I was like hey who's the doctor who everyone wants to get in with. Okay. And that they said this woman, you know, uh-huh. and then, um, I met with another doctor prior to her and she was awesome. She was so nice. She was so kind, but she also told me, you know, I think, um, because of my, I, I've had bad tearing, um, in both my pregnant and my, both my delivery. She is, she, she recommended this doctor as well, you know? Oh. So I think those recommendations speak huge to them. And then just, again, I think the main thing for me has just been the feeling like when yeah. you go to their office, like, do you feel comfortable? And 
like that mother's intuition of like, yeah, this is a safe environment for me and my baby, you know? Yeah. yeah. And women should know it's okay to switch if, oh yeah, you know, if sure. they don't feel totally comfortable or confident or whatever, like it's okay to switch around a little bit until you do. Yep, definitely. Did you have any struggles with maternity clothes once you got big enough to wear them? Okay, I get big enough to wear maternity clothes pretty early on, I feel like. <laughs> And no, like my sister-in-law, it's like 30 weeks and she's mm-hmm. like still in her jeans. I'm like, I just can't even at like 13 weeks wear my jeans. Not even that I can't put them on, but it's just like, it's just so uncomfortable. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just so confused by that. <laughs> but I like, I tell those pregnant women, like you and I, like, we just don't have anything in common as far as pregnancy goes. No, yeah. but which is so good for them again. Um, no. So I definitely am a huge fan of maternity clothes only because from my opinion, I, well, I like shopping and I like buying new things. And so when I get something new, I'm excited. And I think nobody loves gaining weight. And when you're pregnant, you're going to gain weight. Like no woman loves to feel fat or huge or big. Mm -hmm. Like that's just not feelings that we love. And um, I know that it's a good big, right? Right. But it also is, I think, a little bit challenging to like wrap your head around it. And it's uncomfortable, you know, like you're not, it's not like you're gaining weight all over, you're gaining weight in like very yeah. specific areas. So I think maternity clothes are great. Um, I think they're hard. I don't know. Okay. So my first pregnancy, I worked full time and I had like a lot of disposable cash. I Wait, not, <laughs> I'll say not a lot, a lot more disposable cash. And so, and I was like, we, I traveled a ton. So there was like, you know, we were always shopping when we were traveling and mm-hmm. stuff. So I bought so many clothes when I was pregnant. Okay. And so my second pregnancy, we were saving for a house and I was like, no, like I'm not spending any money. That was the biggest waste of time. All those clothes are out of style and I don't even want to wear them anymore oh, because they're, no. you know, and so then I was like, I'm not buying anything. So I wore this striped old Navy maxi skirt like every day. And it was so ugly. And seriously, I really think it like made me depressed towards oh, the end of no. my pregnancy. And I look back at that old Navy maxi skirt. I actually just gave it away the other day because I was like, get this out of my house. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm like, you know what? I think that there is like a happy medium there. Like putting aside a few hundred dollars, maybe you know, go on ASOS or go to Target Maternity and buy a few items and like just perk yourself up every trimester or like saying, hey, you know, like, okay, this trimester, I'm going to have one really cute or two cute outfits. And it's like when I go on a date or out somewhere with girlfriends, like here's my go-to look and I'm going to look really cute, you know? So I think there's, I think there's a balance between buying thousands of dollars of clothes and the striped maxi skirt. And I'm going right. to find it. Good thing I'm pregnant again. Yeah. So I'm going to find it. <laughs> you got another try. Yeah, seriously. Well, I love that. And I agree. I think it's sometimes a struggle because it's only for nine months. So, you know, on the one hand, yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on a wardrobe that I'm only going to wear for a couple of months. But also you don't, you know, just like you said, you're already getting bigger and don't necessarily feel cute all the time. So you have to help yourself out a little bit, you know? Well, and I do have these pictures. I mean, you don't feel cute at the time, but I have these pictures of me when I was pregnant with my first in these cute maternity clothes. And at the time, again, I felt like 
you know, whatever, you feel big or, but I look back and I'm like, that was so cute. Like it looked, it was so fun. And I don't have anything like that for my second pregnancy because I just was like not feeling great about myself because of my striped maxi skirt. Again, it was a striped maxi skirt problem. (laughs) And so it was like one of those skirts that like, I was only like 27 and women who are like 40 or 50 wear them. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. I'll stop talking about it. Well, well, I'm glad you got rid of it. So thanks, we Kayla. can, yeah, yeah, yeah we can start over fresh. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> All right. So, um, you said with your, well, you said with this one, you've been eating a little bit healthier because you've been craving more healthy stuff. What, what kind of were your eating habits with your pregnancy with Walker? So I. Just, yeah, I just ate like a lot of Egg McMuffins for a while there. And then, you know, you move into your second trimester and you're like, you start to get hungry around 20 weeks, right? Right. So with both, so, and I, and I exercise with both of my pregnancies and especially more with my second than I did with my first because I didn't have a full-time job where I, I had more time where I could exercise with my baby. Uh Um, I walked and I went to the gym and whatever, but with both of my pregnancies, I've gained over 50 pounds both times. And I, yeah. So when they say like, um, at this third, first appointment for my third baby, when they're like, the expected weight gain is 25 to 30 pounds. I'm like, I laugh in their face. I'm like, (laughs) I'll take your weight gain and I'll double that. But, um, but really, I don't feel like I'm I don't feel like I'm like stuffing my face all the time. Like I'm definitely eating. Like I definitely like not watching my calories, but mm. um it's amazing to me how much especially towards the end like how much fluid and swelling, like how much that plays into my weight gain, you yeah, know? And yeah. when I'm going home from the hospital, I'm losing like at least 25 to 30 pounds of it, you oh know? Gosh, so yeah. yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot of water weight and swelling with Josie I remember this is really gross but I remember like when I got home the first few weeks did this happen to you when I was sleeping I was like the water was I would um like sweat it out oh yeah Yeah. I walked like because I had um so much water retention Uh and so I'd wake up in the night and I'd be like like I don't sweat very much Uh like and I'd wake up in the night and my bed would be like wet like from my skin like just the water coming out of it and, um, so to women who gain more than 25 to 30 pounds, let me just tell you, <laughs> I, I did my best and I still gained that much weight, you know? And like, I know I wasn't eating perfectly, but, um, I don't eat perfectly anyways. And I'm right. a very average weight, you know? And yeah. so, um, also like when I nursed, it really helped me lose all of my weight as well, which I know everyone's not like that. So you can't rely on that. But but I do think it's hard when you go to the doctor and they're like, okay, like be careful with your weight gain. And right. I know they need to tell you that because I don't know why they think they do, but they do. But um, I guess it's because it's not good for the baby to gain too much. I understand that. But right. some again, everyone's body is different and my body loves to pack it on, you know? Yeah. Loves to pack on it. I also have big babies, you know? So – there's that too. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so you gained 50 total overall with both your first and your second? Yeah, I think 50 would be like on the low estimation. So oh, okay. between 50 and 55. Okay. Yeah, at the very end. Did you 
did you have any surprising body changes that you liked or maybe didn't like? Um, well, in my first pregnancy, my hair grew so much. That was like a huge Ooh, plus. Yeah. That was amazing. Um, and let's see. Well, I don't know. Like, it's just crazy, right? Your boobs yeah. get huge. <laughs> Your feet get huge. I mean, but I will say the surprising stuff happened after I had the baby, you know, like, oh, okay. just, like the fact that your stomach can be that big and then it can like come back down, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, it is amazing. Pretty crazy. Uh-huh. Like I can't even wrap my head around how skin stretches like that, you know, like, yeah. like I said, my babies were nine, eight and then Walker was nine, nine and he came at 39 weeks. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I know. So when my husband and I were dating, he told me that he was 11 pounds when he was born. <gasps> no. And, like, at the time, I thought that was hilarious, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it was the biggest baby born in the San Jose hospital. And, like, this is just, like, one of these cute baby stories that you're, like, you know, like, yeah. boyfriend tells you. And now I'm, like, that was disgusting. Why <laughs> didn't I use that as a red flag? Not that it would have been a game changer, but, like, yeah. maybe we would have had some more talks, you know? Yeah. Oh and his God. mom is, like, 5'10", and, like, she's, like, really tough. Like, she does really hard things. Uh-huh. And I'm not as tough, I don't think. And I'm 5'4". So, like, we have a big change. <laughs> the six inches have made a really big difference in, like, yeah. the amount of room for the child to be in. Right. And so, um, so yeah, like, the fact that your body can stretch like that and then come back together, I just think is a miracle. Yeah. Like, it's so cool, right? I agree. I totally agree. Yep. Did you have any pregnancy scares with, well, with any of them, but specifically your second? Um. No, no, I, I was really lucky in that I was like safe and, um, no, just, yeah, I, okay. I've been really lucky that way. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So you said you were working with your first one, but I don't remember if you said if you were working with your, with your pregnancy with Walker. Yeah. So I've always worked. So I, okay. after I had my first, I stayed home. I pl- I quit my job and planned to just you know, stay home and be a mom. And after like two weeks, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready to work. So I also, she slept my first slept like four out, five hour naps from oh the beginning. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like, she would take like two, two to three hour naps. And then she would sleep like 12 hours at night from like six weeks. Like she wow. was, I know. And it was amazing. So I had a lot of free time. So I was like, okay, I can, you know, so I ended up working about 20 hours a week. Um, for the first few years. So I, I did social media consulting all from home. So I've always worked from home. Okay. Um, and like I said, I've always worked nights and mornings and nap times. Mm-hmm. And um, then I have started to get on and off. I've had in the last year or two since my second was born, I've had a babysitter who comes in on and off. Some weeks I won't have them. Some weeks I'll have them for like six to eight hours. And they come while my little boy is sleeping um, and just play with my little girl and do like, you know, activities at our house. So it's been, honestly, I think that is like, that is the revelation of the 21st century is stay at home working moms. Like Mm -hmm. how cool is that? That like, 
And I know it's not capable for everyone. And I know there are, believe me, there are additional stresses. I'm not just saying it's like, oh, I just work for two hours and then my life's easy. Yeah. <laughs> believe me, I am up in the middle of the night sometimes trying to finish things. And mm-hmm. I think like, oh my gosh, this would be so much easier if I just had an office or um, sometimes it's hard because I don't see people because when I'm working, I'm alone on my computer, you know, okay. but, um, but I think that that like literally is the coolest thing about the internet is that women can choose to continue a part of their career for whatever need they have, like financial, emotional, mental, you know, whatever right. need they have for their family. Um, and they can make it like something that's five hours a week, 10, 20 hours a week. Full yeah. time. And I like, I don't have to get ready. I don't have to commute. Like Mm -hmm. I'm cutting out so many hours of the day that would be wasted in an office setting because I've chosen to just like be able to be at home. Mm -hmm. And, um, and again, not everyone can do that. And I don't think it's the right situation for everyone, but I do think it's a pretty cool setup that our generation has. Yeah, I agree. And you get to be close to your kids too so yeah yeah and it's like it's, a win-win all around for some people win-win yeah it is yeah for sure did you did were you doing that all the way up until you delivered pretty much yeah so I like having something I do especially while pregnant that distracts me yeah <laughs> from like just the pregnancy so I, like I said, I was writing my book. And so I actually finished my book when my son was like three or four months. So I wrote the majority of my book while pregnant with him. And then I I went through the editing process while he was a newborn. So it was great. Like that was a really special time, I feel like, just because I didn't feel well. And um, I didn't feel like taking on house projects or uh-huh. You know, the other things you might spend your time doing, planning parties or I don't know what people do when they don't work, but I like taking care of themselves, getting dressed and stuff like those yeah. things. I didn't feel like doing any of those things. Uh-huh. So, you know, on a Saturday, like I just didn't feel up to going out and doing lots of hard things. And so I would stay home and write and my husband might take our little girl out when he was home from work or at night and things like that. Uh-huh. And so it really like mentally was, it's been something that I've clung to and has been such a happy part of my life during these years of pregnancy and newborns. Yeah, that's very cool. And just so it just gives you the right amount of flexibility and distraction you need. Yeah. And I guess I would also say we were starting our company at that time too. I forgot about that. So yeah, that happened too. Cool. Maybe I've blocked it out. I can't decide. (laughs) It's good. It was good. (laughs) So how many how many hours a week are you working right now? during this pregnancy, would you say? So, yeah, probably 20 to 30, but that's like, that's like in increments. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some days I work an hour and some days I work seven, you know? So, um, so yeah, this pregnancy has, my work has been more demanding just because I now I've always worked for someone else. Like I wrote my own book, but that was at my timeline. Mm -hmm. But this has been, you know, um, our customers are online and they are like want immediate response. And so everything is like happens in the minute. How would you describe your second and third trimesters? So do I sound so depressing when I talk about pregnancy? 
probably this is how I really feel so (laughs) my second trimester I was like with Walker I was sick until 15 weeks like just pretty nauseous and then I was like I am out of it like this is gonna be great and then um I went to the sale in the fabric district in LA like it was like the first fun thing I'd done in a long time you know like you can go buy kids clothes at this sample sale super cheap and they're so cute and walking, I was just walking around. I was only like 17, 18 weeks pregnant. And I was walking around and my back like went out. Like it was seriously so bad. Oh my and then that was the rest of my pregnancy was just oh like no. this. And then starting at like 24 weeks, I started to have acid reflux, which I'd never had with my, so I hadn't had these two problems with I had had back problems, but not as early on with my first. I had never had acid reflux. And it was weird because he was just so high. I think it was just like, like I didn't feel him like leave there until the very minute he came out of like the birth canal. Like he was just up under my ribs, like this big, big fatty man kicking me. He's (laughs) so, and he's so cute. And now it just makes so much sense. He's just so wild. But like, I just, um, it was hard, like, because I had expected it to get better. And my first, my first pregnancy, the second trimester really was a lot better. But the, you know, the third trimester was hard because you're so big and whatever. But in my second and third trimester with my second, it wasn't much better. You know, okay. I had so much back pain and so, so many problems with acid reflux. But I will tell you, I think a lot of times when we're pregnant, we're just like, this is just how it is. I'm just going to push through it. But like, Uh I do think there are solutions to a lot of things. So with acid reflux, like a lot of people take Tums, but my OB prescribed like uh, Zantac, which is like a prescription acid reflux medicine. And on there it says like, don't take, you have to ask like a doctor. But he was like, this is completely safe. Like Tums are like lifesavers to me. I'm like, this is doing nothing. Right. Like, but that Zantec really helped. Like oh, okay. I really got it under control. And so that was amazing. And then I went to this um, chiropractor and he taught me these stretches for my sciatic nerve that I still do every single day because my sciatic nerve, even after delivering, is, is always giving me problems. Oh. It bugs me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Isn't that so weird? And so um, Anyways, I show everyone these stretches. If you want me to make a video of them, I will send them to you. Oh, I look like please an do. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I'm not joking. And I just like I again another healthcare professional that I just love, Dr. Tim. Who mm-hmm. it's awkward because he's like our age, and I'm just always like, Dr. Tim, thank you so much. Like lying <laughs> on his table, he's like, oh, okay, nice to see you again. I'm like 50 pounds and pregnant, like uh-huh. just on his table, like in my striped maxi skirt, crying. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, like, so I, I went to the chiropractor a few times a week for a few weeks until I got it under control. He's taught me those stretches, but those were two like tough health things I battled until the end with Walker. So, so although, yeah, so I, I, yeah, it was, it was a long Mm -hmm. nine or 10 months, but whatever, you know, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) whatever. I know. (laughs) I'm over it, obviously. (laughs) And then you said you ended up delivering him at 39 weeks, right? Yeah. So when my first baby was born at 38 weeks and she was nine pounds, eight ounces, I think they were like, oh my gosh, they were really surprised how big she was, you Uh know? So I tore to like a bat, like they, um, 
let's just get graphic here. I tore like to my rectum, you know, okay. so it's like called a bad third degree burn. Oh my gosh. A third degree tear, not burn. So um, the healing process was really like rough for me on my first just uh-huh. because um, I had like some postpartum infections and lots of really attractive things. So I, um, with my second, my doctor, again, that I felt really great about was like, our goal is to help you not tear as much. Like from like, we're going to, you know, induce you at 39 weeks. And I wasn't really open to being induced with my first, Mm -hmm. but I went into labor at 38 weeks. And so 39 weeks, it was, I just was like, you know what? I need to do this because he was measuring like he was going to be over 10 pounds. And so, yeah, I was like, okay, let's get this child out of me. So we went in at 39 weeks and they induced me and, um, I still tore, I still tore really badly. So Um, I, I don't know, you know, it's just, it, the recovery was a lot better, you know, but it was, I won't, I will have some long-term terror damage there Mm -hmm. as far as like muscle control and, you know, me me and trampolines, (laughs) me and trampolines don't go hand in hand, you know, so let's just put it that way. (laughs) But, um... But yeah, so I don't remember what your question was. I'll, I just told you that I pee my pants. Oh, so. no. Um, I yeah. was just asking about the the delivery. I mean, so you said yeah. you got induced. How long was the process? So my first labor was over 72 hours. <gasps> so I know. Oh, my gosh. Am I the worst person to talk to? <laughs> no, because, so, I mean, we want real stories. So yeah, this is okay. a real – so I got the stomach flu. My first labor, I got the stomach flu. It put me into labor, and I had contractions for over three days. Oh and then gosh. I got Pitocin, but I never dilated in this whole time. Like I, And I refused to get an epidural, and I never would dilate actually until I got the epidural. And so oh. that was something really powerful I learned about my body that was hard to accept because I didn't want an epidural – I wanted natural birthing and the whole thing. But even after eight hours of Pitocin and 72 hours of, you know, contractions, I hadn't gone past a two. Oh my and gosh. so my water broke everything. So <clears throat> for my second one, I was like, okay, you know what? This is just something I accepted about myself. I'm going to be induced and I'm going to accept an epidural because um, I think one thing you have to consider is that you have to take care of a child after you deliver. And so... <laughs> I like was so wiped out after my first. It really was like a week before I was like present, you know, like I was, I was pretty like, um, I was pretty tired and like pretty torn up. And I think my body, that's why the healing was so bad as well, you know? So I was like, you know, like I'm going to have two babies. Like my number one goal is to be a good caretaker. Like, so I, um, I got, I went in and I got, Pitocin and um, I tried to wait for the epidural for a while. They gave me like something else for pain for a little bit that makes you sleepy, and I can't remember what it was. And it made me so sleepy. So I was like, <laughs> it was weird. I don't know. And then because it's and epidurals, I mean, it helps with the pain kind of, but I just don't think I think that not getting them is so great because. It makes you feel weird. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't love the drug part of it, but. Um, again, I wasn't dilating at all. I was kind of holding off on the epidural to see. And by this time it had been like, um, 15 hours or something. Uh, and wow. so then, yeah. On I know. Pitocin? Yeah. Oh so gosh. I got an epidural. 
No, do you know what we did? I'm sorry. Okay. No, no. I'm t- I, they ripen my cervix. So oh, okay. I went at night. They ripen my cervix for like 10 hours, t- 10, 12 hours, right? Nothing changed. So then they gave me Pitocin for like five or six hours. Okay. Nothing changed. And so then they gave me an epidural. And okay. then I started to dilate. But again, the whole process this time, and this is like the whole goal was to make it move as quickly as possible, uh-huh. was um, was still over 24 hours, you know? Oh, yeah. So I, they talk about like women on the plains, like dying in childbirth. Like <laughs> I just am glad I was born in 2000, <laughs> babies in 2015, so I don't yeah. have to die on the plains because I know now that like without modern medicine and like the help to dilate like my body that's not a natural process for my body Uh and so um yeah so I'm I'm just appreciating all the appreciating all the help yeah that's great and I can imagine how that was hard when you had your mind set on you know your plan and then you really had to swallow that pill of yeah it's not going to be the way you really wanted it to be but you know of course, the yeah. priority is safety and getting everyone out of the hospital in one piece, you know, so. Well, and I have friends who have, you know, like a lot of friends who like home birth and tubs and things like that. Uh-huh. And it's such a beautiful experience for them that I understand like like breastfeeding for me is like the most natural. Like if I could be a wet nurse, like I would be a wet nurse. Like <laughs> awesome. I literally, if you leave your baby with me, I will nurse them. Like I'm kind of a creeper, you know, and like <laughs> I just, I feel like. I, it makes me feel so good. And it like makes me feel like this joy of being a woman and like giving my body has this purpose. And, you know, like that's how other people just like describe either being pregnant or Uh birthing, you know? And I just think it's so hard to like look at another woman and be like, why aren't you feeling that? Like, and it's because their body doesn't react the same Uh way. And it's, I think it's just such a challenge for women across the world to like, all accept the fact that like the ideal is out there and that's so awesome if your body can do that but everyone's bodies can't do that and so we all just have to be super sensitive to what people's bodies can do and just be grateful for like what we can do yeah. you know like yeah. and so I am so grateful for like those women who like natural birth and it's so great and I'm not gonna lie I'm so jealous of them and I look at them and I think they're so cool you know <laughs> yeah. in a tub. I'm like that is like so tough like but what I, I but then I like have to stop myself and be like what I did was no less tough you know right. like what I did was no less courageous like all we were all trying to do was bring children into the world in a way that was safe and that we could care for them yes. that is all we were trying to do you know yeah. so so yeah what did you say he weighed again Walker was nine nine at thirty nine weeks. And how long was he? Twenty one inches. Okay. And what was his birthday? Um, August nineteenth. Two thousand thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what's his full name? His name is Walker Todd Williams. Cute. Is that your husband's name? Todd? So my- uh, so my husband is Brian Todd. Okay. So that's like, um, so when he was born and he was 11 pounds, they called him the moose. And so that's where Tubby Todd comes from because it, the, Tubby, oh, our, mas- our mascot is a moose, right? So Tubby Todd is my tall, skinny husband who <laughs> at one point was a fat baby. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. 
I nursed Josie, my first, for 13 months and my second for 18. Okay. That's awesome. And it went really well, I'm assuming, since you did it for 18 months. Yeah, I think like, I think it was a little bit like with my second, maybe I went a little long because he started to like (laughs) bite me, you Uh know, and then you're like, it's kind of a process weaning. And so I was just like, I'll just keep doing it. And, <laughs> um, also I have like, I feel like it just, it makes me emotionally feel really calm. And okay. so that sounds bad and dependent on my children. But, um, I like, I think there was part of me that was like sad to give that up, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially after like crazy pregnancies and, so yeah. So yeah. but he was like 25, 30 pounds or something and he just <laughs> looked like a man eating off of me by that yeah. point. So <laughs> it was probably time to stop. Yeah. But yeah. What was the hardest part about your pregnancy with him? Um I think the hardest part was the realization that you know my first like I mentioned my first pregnancy was, you know, hard. And then my second pregnancy, I feel like was a little bit harder. And I was like, I thought I, I thought I was going to be better at it. Like I had a choice, you know, and it was the realization that like, this is just how my body is. And this Uh is, I thought if I exercise more, I won't gain as much weight. And then my baby won't be as big. Or, um, if I, you know, get more rest, um, then I won't feel nauseous. Um, like these were things that I had to blame on myself, you know, and, um, and I do think there are things we can do to take care of ourselves that make your pregnancy easier. I, I'm, I'm not trying to say that, but I do think that some people's bodies just react differently. And that was a hard realization. Yeah, I bet. What was the best part? Um, I think what having one kid is so fun. I love one baby, but I like a lot going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the best part was just feeling like, yeah, like we're going to be a family of four, you know, like yeah. just feeling like we were, um, we just so much to look forward to, you know? And like my little girl was so excited about it. And so, yeah, also I took, this sounds funny, but I would take baths like in the middle of the day with my little girl <laughs> um, for like my second and third trimester, like every day, oh, like after her that. nap. Yeah. And I think maybe I want to change my answer to that was my best part. Like I just had one baby and she was so excited about us having another one, but like I could just focus on her and, you know, it was just, yeah. a, it, was, it was a simple time. Like it was a really beautiful, simple time, you know? That's so sweet. Yeah. I changed my answer. That's okay. Got it. And let's see, did you read any books or use any apps or anything like that that you loved and would recommend? Um, well, I am a dork and I love, <laughs> I just, I go on the, what's it called? My Pregnancy Baby Center app. And I still, I'm on my third pregnancy. I know everything, like, (laughs) as, like, this is when they're, I don't know everything. Um, But, like, you know, where it says, like, today drink water, or is it safe to be on computers while I'm pregnant? Like, food, I I reread the article on pregnancy superfoods, like, every week. I'm like, what are the pregnancy superfoods again? Like, I don't know. (laughs) I just think it's fun to, like kind of like okay like and some people are like I don't know how many weeks I am I'm like I'm 
13 weeks today and next Monday I'll be 14 weeks. Uh-huh. And next I, I know like every single holiday, how many weeks I'll be. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely, so I definitely look at that app and I read like all the sleep training books and things like that, but I'm not going to recommend any, any of those because everyone has too many opinions about them. Yeah, so that's true. Okay, cool. And then do you have any advice that you'd love to give to someone who's pregnant or hoping to be pregnant? Um, okay, so I have two things to say. Okay. <laughs> so I think one thing about, and again, um, everyone's different with their religious beliefs, but I think one thing that I've learned from having children is just how amazing each person is, like what a gift life is, right? right? And you like look around and there's like billions of people in the world, literally. And so you're like, yeah, people just come and you see those shows 16 and pregnant, like you just get, you just get pregnant and it just happens and the baby comes out. And mm-hmm. that might seem like it for some people, but for me, it has felt like in order to have babies, I've really had to like go to heaven, like knock on the door, take the baby and like rip it out back into our home, you know? And yeah not that like the pregnancy IVF, I haven't had that journey, but, um, but just the, the pregnancy journey and the delivery journey has been challenging for my body. And, um, it has really made me appreciate like these little people in my home as something that I fought for, you know? And, um, I really think that in order to have, and I would say this to young people as well, in order to prepare to have kids in your home one day, you have to like take care of your body. You have to make yourself the type of person that is going to be ready to have children, is going to financially and physically be able to care for them, you know, Mm -hmm. and like be like an example to them. I mean, it's something you prepare your whole life to do. And I just, I feel so lucky that I've been able to do it. And I also... Um, I'm really appreciative that I felt prepared to do it, you know, that I had taken care of myself and that I felt like strong enough to like really fight for them. So that's my first thing. And then my second thing is when I had Josie, um, my first child, my sister-in-law, who's amazing, she wrote me this sweet email and she said, um, you know, she's like, I would... I would give yourself a fourth trimester um, after you have the baby just to not worry about getting back in your jeans, not worry about anything other than just loving that baby. Mm-hmm. And I really have tried to take that seriously with both of my kids, like that fourth trimester, like three months where really my concern is being like super present in this baby's life and bonding with them and getting to know them and just like letting go of any expectations for my home or my family or, you know, like, am I, am I, am I making sure that I'm teaching my little kids their letters and numbers enough or, you know, all those everyday concerns, like just taking a few months to heal from the process of delivering and having that child because it's such a big event And, um, that fourth trimester, I just, I loved that. Um, I loved that concept and it's something I tell people about all the time. Um, and I think it's hard because you see like pictures of women, like two weeks after they've had a baby and they're dressed and they're out and they're shopping or whatever. And you're just like, is this gotta be me? And it doesn't, Mm -hmm. and that's, what's going to make you happy. That's great. But if that's not you, then no, like you stay at home and you 
stay in your sweats and you just nurse that baby and yeah. watch a show with your toddler. I mean, holy cow, like what a dream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. So that's what I'm going to say. Okay, cool. That's excellent advice. Thank you. What are what? you most excited about next in your life professionally and personally? So professionally, I'm super excited about Tubby Todd. Like it's been so cool seeing people love the products as much as we love them. Like we created products that worked for our family and, um, cause I knew I was going to probably have to put my face on it to market it. Right. <laughs> Just, and I wasn't going to market anything that wasn't like, Nope, we use this. And every single product, you know, we have our seventh product coming out this month. Every single product is something we use literally every single day in our home. Oh, it's been wow. something that I like have dreamt of something that I'm like, no, this is, you know, this works and it's made it our growth slower, but it's also made me super comfortable. Like, talking to people about what we're doing. Yeah. And the coolest thing has been hearing other families be like, I have never found a solution for bath time for my family until now. Like that has been so awesome. And yeah. so, so yeah, I am super excited about Tubby Todd just because I feel like, um, I feel like it's just working, you know, it's mm -hmm. working, it's working for our family. It's working for as far as like, you know, the work life balance it's working for other people. It's growing really fast and, um, it's still allowing me to be a mom. And so I just, I love it. It's, you know, has a big place in my heart. It's another one of my babies right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, then personally, I am, what am I excited about? Uh, I'm excited to be a mom of three kids. I'm really scared about being a mom of three kids. I'll be honest. Like, I think like, I'm just worried about finding the time to do everything, uh -huh. you know, like two has been awesome and didn't seem like a hard transition, but, um, I am a little bit more nervous about that. Um, but I really am excited about being a mom of like, like Josie's going to kindergarten this next year oh, and just like, yeah, like being, I don't know, like school lunches and backpacks and mm -hmm. things like that, like carnivals and talent shows. I don't know. That just sounds fun to me. So yeah. I'm excited in my personal life about, you know, our family growing up and growing together. It sounds, yeah. that sounds really fun. Cute. I love that. Um, and I know you are pregnant with your third one right now, so maybe it's too soon to ask, but do you think you guys will be done at three or do you think there are more babies in the future for you? Gosh, I know, right? Can you even <laughs> I feel like when people see me, are they? I you always one of those. Like, are they looking at you like that is the girl who should not have any more children? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no way. Too late, suckers. I'm already pregnant. <laughs> um, no. So my goal when I was young, and you would ask me like, "What do you want out of life?" I just wanted six kids. That's all I wanted. Oh, really? Yes. That's and awesome. I don't think I'm gonna have six kids, uh -huh. but I definitely, if I, I three is amazing, and I can't even believe that we're going to have three and I'm terrified of three. So I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I would be very surprised if I didn't like try and convince everyone, including <laughs> God to give me a fourth or a okay. fifth. Maybe. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see how my body holds up. Yes. That's, that's a big part of it. Right. Yeah. And, and my emotional stability. Right. That's important. <laughs> that's a, that's a small, small factor as well. <laughs> well, before we go, how can the audience find you? Okay, so connect with us on Instagram. 
Our handle is Tubby Todd, T-U-B-B-Y-T-O-D-D. Also, we're really present on Facebook, and it's me who posts everything. So I share, like, my favorite, like, my bright clogs that I want for Christmas, you know, just, like, everything as well as bath time tips. And then we have an email newsletter that goes out weekly, and you can sign up on TubbyTodd.com under Keep in Touch. And our email newsletter is awesome because um, it has tons of tips and then, again, like, personal notes for me and then any discounts or promotions that we run with us or other companies are on there. And, um, we have, we're really proud of it because we have a really great open rate, which makes me super happy that other people like, like the content and find it useful because a lot of times people just discard emails. So that's a pretty big community we have growing as well. So come hang out with me. Cool. Sounds fun. Um, I'll have to go sign up for that. Okay, good. Well, thank you for sharing your beautiful story with us. We, I loved learning about you, and I'm sure everyone else will as well. So, ladies, pictures of Andrea and her cute family, as well as the links that we discussed, are over on the show notes page, which is PregnancyPerfect.com slash Andrea Williams. Well, Andrea, thanks again for being here. It was such a pleasure. Thanks so much, Kayla. loved listening to this interview with Andrea let us know if you have any questions or comments we love to hear from you when you visit Andrea's show notes page not only will you get links to the things that we discussed in today's conversation as well as her social media links so that you can connect with her but you'll also find photos of her and her family and you'll get the exclusive fun facts about her such as her favorite person to follow on Instagram her guilty pleasures and more that's only available there on Pregnancy Perfect com slash Andrea Williams. If you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend and consider subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher. Looking forward to the next bump day where you'll hear another awesome pregnancy story. Until then, thanks for spending this last hour with me and take care. This has been a Pregnancy Perfect production. Information and materials contained in this episode are presented for entertainment purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of Pregnancy Perfect and should not be considered facts. For such information in which areas are related to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating healthcare problems or diseases or prescribing any medications. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare provider.